Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of the Strand Tennis Center podcast, filled with tips, advice, tennis, not tennis, just life advice too, whatever you need. Uh, like it on YouTube, share it on uh, the podcast as well. Thank you. My podcast, Santi, welcome to the Strand Tennis Center podcast, by the way, tend to lead to the same thing. So I've been thinking about this kind of uh, week in review for myself, work-wise and all that stuff, and... Um, there's every time I start the podcast, there's always that somebody has a question. Even though we have a front desk person, Santi, it's unbelievable. Everybody just turns to this glass. It's so funny. There's somebody right at the front desk. I know. Yeah, you have shades. You can close it off. Yeah, look at that, Santi. Do it. You can do it, Santi. Look at that. Santi is closing the shades, everybody. Yeah, yeah. And close it. Close it. Close. There you go. Look at the privacy, Santi. You'll have to show everybody. During the podcast, show them afterwards, give them a little B-roll and show them our privacy now. <laughs> Don't worry. Somebody open the door and ask a question. It'd be like, excuse me, uh, where's my water bottle? I lost my favorite water bottle. It's uh, Mickey Mouse Donald Duck water bottle. Um, no, I, I seem to, and I, and, and, you know, and I always tend to say no, and it's driving me crazy saying no first. But I apologize for that. It's a little grammar problem I have. I have been going over the week, and and I always tend to go back to this darn hard work thing. It drives me crazy, and I can't get off it. And ironically, my son is interviewing for jobs. He's at Rutgers Business School, and he told me about David Goggins. You know who David Goggins is, right? Yeah, yeah. Crazy. So he had me listen to it, but it's, but it, and he had me listen to it, which is, which is fascinating because, you know, he's studying at school and he has, he has time on the side. He goes, I happen to read Goggins' book, which is incredible. I haven't read it, but I heard him on two podcasts. I mean, the guy is, I mean, he, you can say he's nuts. Like he's so off the wall. He's so intense, but he, it just shows what, the brain can do, like he's saying, what you can do if you put your mind to something and really kind of trick your brain and don't, because in general, we have a need to want to feel comfortable, right? We have a need to want to just sit back, relax. We don't want to be uncomfortable because the body doesn't like it. But but the only way to really develop is to be uncomfortable. And I we say that to anybody here, the only way to get Anywhere is to be uncomfortable and experience failure. It's the only way really to learn. People don't like it. People don't like failure. don't like being uncomfortable because it sucks. It's not any good, but it's the only way to get anywhere. And this, you want to talk about this. Read, read the guy's book. What is it called? Uh, can't Touch Me or whatever. Whatever it is. Can't Hurt Me. Can't Hurt Me. <laughs> that's like an old, uh, what is Can't Touch Me? That's, uh, that's old 80s stuff. Can't Touch This. Who is that? That's, uh, oh, my God. Who is that? Oh, my God. 80s, uh, not, uh, oh my God, can't touch, oh no, you're going to have to look it up. Can't touch his rapper, 80s, not, MC Hammer. MC Hammer, that was, it was great. No, it was can't hurt me, can't hurt me. But the way he puts his mind over matter, and he's, you know, he said he's destroyed his body and stuff like that and did a lot of stuff and he's gotten, and he's, and he's healed his body. But you have to put yourself into another level and it goes back to the book bounce that we talked about where you don't have to be like, born with superhuman abilities, you got to trick your brain into saying, all right, I'm going to be uncomfortable, but I'm going to stay here and I'm going to stay uncomfortable. 
and my brain is going to go, okay, this person's not going to stop, so we're going to adapt, and he's going to get better at it, and then he's going to make himself uncomfortable again. I mean, it's all back to the same stuff. It's just so, like, the reason why, Santi, why are, we always talk about this, the fitness business and the finance business are multi-billion dollar businesses, you know, trillion dollar businesses, and they're pretty simple, right? Fitness, eat right and work out and you'll be fine. Business, finance, save 20%, save 15%, 10% of your money. Don't buy dumb stuff and you'll be okay. People don't want to do any of that. So they hire personal trainers. They want a pill. They do this. They do that because people don't have any discipline. The answers are simple. It's the willpower to do it. It's, it's hard to do. People would rather say, all right, how many commercials do you see for, oh, my God, how many commercials do I see for antacid, right? Are those antacid commercials are like, and they're all eating barbecue. They're like, do what you want. Enjoy the barbecue. You know what I mean? It's like, and they're eating all this barbecue, and then they're having Pepsi. Like, it's just say it, the, the commercial is basically saying, do whatever you want. Just put a pill in there. It'll be fine. I feel like McConaughey doing this now. But it's crazy, right? It, and that's what society tells you. Just take the pill. Just do this, this, and this. Why sacrifice anything? It's like, how about you don't eat the barbecue every day? How about maybe you eat something else three days a week so you don't feel like crap those days and you don't have to take anything? But that's the way society is. People don't want to push themselves. Now, Goggins, just listening to him today, and he's on the other spectrum. Like, he pushes himself to the point where you're like, and I was thinking about it. If you could just be 40% of that guy, you'd be hugely, hugely successful because that guy, you know, the the ultra running and the SEAL training, three different SEAL training. I mean, he's, he's insane, right? He's, like, on another level of whatever – demons that he has trying to like i don't know kill them for some reason it's it's it, it's it borderlines on like obsessive sure and you have to be obsessive and that's a, it's another and it gives me on to the point where you have to be obsessive right but that the and that's a great book by malcolm gladwell even uh david and goliath your strength is your weakness right when david and goliath the whole story was goliath was going to kill david but Goliath's strengths was his weakness. He was so big, he couldn't see because when you are that big, he had a cranium issue and he can't move as well, right? So it's always your strength that becomes your weakness, right? So, and I tell you this all the time, my, my personal strength is my obsessiveness, right? I will get something done. I will obsess on it. I'll work so hard. I will not stop working. I'll work every day. I'll work 80 hours with the gun. But then... That obsessiveness can be bad, right? I can obsess too much on one thing when it doesn't need to be obsessed on. It's like leveraging employees. Let them do the job. Don't obsess on what they're doing. Don't obsess that it's not perfect. It's, it's, it's perfect for them. And don't obsess on – and then your brain can go obsess on negative stuff too. So you can obsess and saying, oh, my God, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing – and then you could get in that wormhole. So you got to be really careful about your strength. It can be definitely your weakness. It's always the reverse curve. You have one glass of wine a night. That's fine. You start to have – I forget what it was. You start to get over 10 glasses, and it starts to go the other way. you got to find the balance, right? Anything in excess – does the reverse. So you got to be really careful, you know, um, 
but I guess over this week, there's been, you know, thinking about the last week and going over it, kids are really, really, and we, we talked about this with the uh, life achievement chart a couple weeks ago, kids are really wound really tight. And I've had a lot of kids get really emotional, get really upset. And you just look at them and you go, you try to just analyze the whole day for them. And they're working hard. Where This is the whole concept of this podcast of how hard you have to work. They're working hard, but you can work hard and not be so obsessive that you get to the point where it has a negative effect, right? So you don't want to implode. You don't want to get to the point where you're, again, crumbling during these situations because you're putting so much pressure on it. It's a very fine line between working hard, getting your job done, challenging yourself and saying, listen, this is not enough. I need to do more and imploding. There's a very fine line there. So you really have to have some definite, honest self-talk, but it's got to be positive self-talk because this past week, just in class, a lot of emotions running around, a lot of emotions and then you, and what I was, my point was, I was trying to tell the kids, look at this. How was your day? What happened? Describe your environment to me. And they describe their environment and they go, and then you start to say it out loud. And you go, wait, wait a minute. This is not really that bad. You think about it. It's really hard to get out of it in relative terms where, where everybody lives, where everybody's at, everybody's, everybody's situation, right? I mean... It's really no big deal in that sense. It's very hard for a kid to get out of it. And that goes back to the chart with plus two and plus one, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago. But it's a very fine line. You have to work hard. You've got to be honest with yourself. You don't want to be mean to yourself, but you have to be honest with yourself. And, uh, and my son's going through the same thing. Like he's busting his ass. He's doing a great job trying to get uh, he's trying to get a job and you know he's in business school but there's a fine line between busting your ass and being putting too much pressure on yourself because it's just it, it's not going to help you anyways that extra pressure like you can a little fear is good and i always go through we all go through life with fears you need that you need fear because if you don't have it you don't value the day, right? I mean, you don't value, you got to wake up and go, thank God I'm alive, right? Because that fear of like, you know, I'm alive today, I could be dead tomorrow is a big deal. Like you need that. You need that inside. You need that itch of knowing that, hey, uh, this is only finite. I only got a little time and I, and I have to really do these things, but you can't get debilitated. So it's just such a line. It's such a line. And my point back with Goggins is, is he's just he's on a, he's on another level of a line. Like this guy, this guy almost like wants to again. Like what did he what did he say about uh, a live corpse or whatever? He just is just he's very impressive. And I haven't read the book, but you should listen to his po not the podcast, but he does. He has a series of interviews that are that are on uh, anywhere you see podcasts. There's a series of interviews on. He's got an audio book that people say is unbelievable, so you should get it. Uh, but that was really on my mind this week. Kids, again, it's always back to the juniors. How much pressure they put on themselves. And they have to go a little easier on themselves. It's amazing how we're. I'm saying this because we're always in this millennial talk and Generation Z talk, how these kids don't work hard. 
But, boy, they're putting a lot of pressure on themselves. I'm telling you. They really are. And um, they got to take that off a little bit without sacrificing your work ethic. But I don't know, Santi. That was on my mind this week. I was kind of back and forth and trying to figure out, like, sometimes it's even figuring out what you, you want to talk about and what you want to say and, and you know, it's tough in general. In general, like you can't, and they can't have, you can't have all these pity parties. In general, life is tough. It's hard. So nobody really, and I told the kids this too, and this is, you know, nobody really cares. You know what I mean? Everybody's got crap. So you're working hard. No one cares. Everybody's worried about their own problems. So you're like, oh, you know, nobody cares. So we're all even. I say, and I go out there and I say, no one is special. So that kind of makes everyone special, right? So no one is special. So we're all equal. So no, so everyone's special. And that's kind of the way you look at it. Um, because you have a bunch of excuses and people are just going to be, you know, no, I mean, only your mom's going to be like, Hey, all right, I feel bad for you, you know, cause they have to, but everyone else, we all got problems to deal with. And you just got to, you know, grab your, <laughs> grab your pants, grab your boots, put them on and go back to work. And that's all it is. No one's going to care. Everyone, if you tell somebody you have a problem, they're going to lay down about 30 of them of their own. So there's no reason in got like, you know, it would be uh, the worst podcast in history if I just went up and like, Santi, these are my problems this week. It's very tough. You know, you can't do any of that. Because you can have a litany of them. And you just say, okay, this is it. And this is what I got to deal with. And uh, you move on. Like, everybody's got issues. Everybody's got problems. Everybody's got a mental issue. Everyone, really, in some way, everyone's got a screw loose. And I'm telling you, we all do. None of us are normal. Anybody that thinks they're normal, they got a screw loose. Because they're not aware. They're not self-aware at all. They're, they're crazier than everybody else if they think they're normal. So that is a bad sign. Run away from that human if they think, hey, I got it all together. Forget it. Um, so that's really what's on my mind this week. I just kind of uh, spitballing a little bit. But it all goes back to hard work. It all goes back to what we talked about last podcast. It's not about talent. It's about working, 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 and all of a sudden you're talented. That's what it is. Work, work, work. Failures, failures, failures create learning experiences where you grow. That's it. So you're going to seek out where, where you can fail because you're going to learn a ton. And I was going to say well, we should get a T-shirt, Sante, that says the answers and the actions. Don't look inward. It's a waste of time. I, I, I mean, I, all the, I, like we said, don't look inward. It's a waste of time. Self, self-analyzation. Just take an action. Learn from it. I wrote this on LinkedIn. Learn from it. Every action of failure has got about six or eight percent of success to it so then you take the next action you take that six and eight percent and it compounds and all of a sudden your actions after all the failures start to have a critical mass of success and that's all it is don't think 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 where am i at who am i going to do and then take one action and then think 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 take a thousand actions and you'll find all the answers and all of a sudden your actions will start to have experience to them you know and that's all it is you just need to make decisions keep making them 
because that'll create all the answers for you. And then all of a sudden, your experience, uh, well, how long have I been doing this for? I don't know. Tennis-wise, 18, 19 years, you go out there and everybody's like, wow, how do you know that? So It's not that, uh, it's like Groundhog Day. You remember Groundhog Day where Bill Murray is at Groundhog Day and he's like, he goes, no, I, I, maybe this is God. He's just around every day, and it's the same day. And he knows everybody, and everything is, is, he's a genius, right? I'm not saying that I'm God. I'm saying that if you do something long enough, you know exactly why somebody's doing something. And it's just because you've done it forever. It has nothing to do with me being a super genius. I've just done it for 18 years. So you have the ability to go, okay, this person's not breathing when they're hitting. And you can tell how do you know I'm not breathing? You can tell in two seconds. This person's holding the grip too tight. How can you tell from 100 feet away? You just know all those things, and you can just tell. So this is practice. You'll become smart with practice. That's all it is. Santi, how was your vacation? Good? Good, good. You, do, you need those, air, uh, those little moments of rest. Santi went to Vail. Everybody had a great time. But it was great. I'm very happy that he went. I'm very excited for him. I know he's very personal. I just want to share that. But uh, he, uh, he's a great snowboarder. From what I've been told, he tells me he's the best. But all right, share the podcast, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Hope you like the podcast. Please share it with your friends, anybody that you know, anybody that's into tennis, anybody that's into bettering themselves. Share it.